Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, I just want to uh, remind you uh, of an interview that we had with Aoife earlier in the show this morning. So the job I'm doing now, basically, I focus on lead generation. My day-to-day jobs would include managing other people's LinkedIn accounts as well as my own. So it's funny, I'll be behind every single person's account. It'll be the same kind of introduction message because, you know, it's the same person doing it. It's me. But I manage accounts for maybe men in their, their 40s, their 50s that are a bit more established than me. And just the response rate, it's just massive. The difference between say myself and then one of one of our male clients so for example I managed an account for this one man he basically does training programs and management programs but we're currently both targeting small business consultants and in the last month he's got an acceptance rate of 69% and I've got an acceptance rate of 25% so it's obviously a massive difference and even just in terms of the responses that a lot of the males accounts I'm running are getting will be a lot more positive. Like, obviously, they do get rejection messages, but if they're much more polite. It's, you know, thank you for the invitation, but it's actually not for me at this time. Whereas, you know, so far I've gotten links to videos mocking my job, links to articles mocking my job, people saying that, yeah, they'd connect with me, but I'm never to contact them about any of my services. And like, I just find that none of the the men whose accounts I run get these kind of responses. Even overall, I'm currently managing three men's accounts and then my own and another woman. And overall in the last month, between the three men, they're getting 32%, 61% and 45% acceptance rate. Whereas myself and the other woman in the last month have only got 24 and 25% acceptance rate. So I just think this is something it kind of, I mean, I think it starts earlier than university, to be totally honest. It's kind of built into the system in one way, but it's just something that continues all the way through your life, whether it's something as scary as being afraid to walk home at night from, from campus or something as simple as just getting, just kind of getting like an upsetting message or a rude message. And it's just funny looking at the same people responding to the men so differently to the way they're responding to me. I just think it's crazy, to be honest, and it wouldn't have been something that I would have expected. Yeah, so that was a clip from the interview with Limerick Today listener Aoife we played earlier in the show this morning about her experiences as a woman in the workplace. So... um what does that mean? What about equality in the professional environment? Uh, to chat a bit more, we have Fran Watkins, who's a Limerick journalist based in Cork, Councillor Sarah Kiley, of course, of Limerick City and County Council, and Rachel Meskell of Workplace Wellness. Uh, Fran, first of all, were you surprised, maybe even shocked to hear what Aoife said there? Or is this something young women like yourself are used to, unfortunately? Um, yeah, I think it's definitely something that we're, we're used to. Um, obviously, I'd be in a different field now than that than that woman who was talking, but definitely had similar experiences, um, both as a journalist and, you know, in a past life as well. I used to work in retail uh, while I was in college. And yeah, I definitely have had similar experiences to that. It's, it's not a surprise. I think some people might be surprised by it, but um, I don't think that's surprising at all. I think that that's kind of part and parcel of being a woman, to be honest with you. Can you give me an example of one of those similar experiences? 
Yeah, I guess, like, you know, you try not to read too much into them at the time, but it's only afterwards you kind of realise, like, little things like, um, I, I used to work in retail, as I said, and uh, we had a DIY kind of section in our shop, you know, and it was one of my sections for, for, for stocking. And, um, you know, men would come in and they'd look at whatever they needed and they'd kind of be stalling and not really know what they want, but they'd never ask me. And then a male colleague might appear and they'd kind of have a chat with them about it and ask them questions and stuff. And, you know, I, I was more than qualified to help them as well because, you know, I knew what I was talking about and it was my section. So um, just little things like that really that, that kind of, that always happen and you don't really think about them too much, but when you look, I suppose, deeper into them, you, you know, you have to acknowledge why they're doing that. Yeah, and Councillor Sarah Kiley, I mean, we were only saying in the last hour of the show that you can, on one hand, count the number of female mayors of Limerick that there have been. So I presume you still feel there's a long way to go in politics. Uh, I do, Joe. I do think there's a long way to go, but we just need to change the narrative around this. The adjectives that we use um, play an awful part. And I know from listening to your piece there a few minutes ago that... uh, you're, you're, the person you were interviewing was saying that it, it needs to start earlier than university. It needs to start in the home. If you have equality in the home, you'll have equality in life. Um, like if you if you look at some of the adjectives we use to describe men and women, in even in, in primary school, um, powerful, I, I read online over the weekend, um, when used to describe a man is seen as a positive and powerful to use to describe a woman is seen as a negative. And we saw that actually recently with Mairead McGuinness where the unflattering name Elbows McGuinness came out like, I think that's very uh, that's very bad form, you know, and we have to kind of take the bull by the horns and see the opportunity in this. We're now drawing attention to it, so let's change it. Don't be, you know, playing the victim, really. Um, um, so what was the implication of that Elbows McGuinness thing? I didn't see that. Yeah, that was a couple of months ago where Mairead McGuinness obviously is um, uh, a powerhouse really yeah. when it comes to, to politics and has risen up through politics and is, is, is a very positive role model for anyone in politics, men or women, to get to the standard she's at and the level that she's at. And um, it was said in the background her nickname was Elbows McGuinness because she was seen as forceful. Right. Um, And by the way, Sarah, I mean, I presume you find yourself that online, especially male politicians and female politicians get different treatments. To be honest, Joe, you have to take the good with the bad. We do get treated differently. Um, I try to just ignore the negativity because otherwise you're letting it into your head. And if one of my children came to me or one of my friends came to me and said, such and such was happening online, you tell them to ignore it. If such and such was happening in the schoolyard or in the workplace, you'd ask them to address it. You'd say, go to that person, tell them how you're feeling, or go to your manager and tell that person how you're feeling if it's in a workplace. Say, listen, this isn't okay. It's all in the approach. You have to take responsibility for your own actions and look at where that person is coming from as well. Was there a trigger in all this? Like, I I was at something uh, a year and a half ago where I walked into the room and I was deputising for the mayor and I had a colleague with me who was a council executive, a really tall man, lovely fella, and he was, uh, they, they, they put their hand out to shake his hand as the mayor, not mine. Really? Yeah. And that happened wow. a good few times. That was at a lifelong learning conference. These are highly educated people and they went to shake this man's hand 
because they assumed that he was deputising for the mayor, not me. Isn't that amazing? Uh, we're chatting to Councillor Sarah Kiley, uh, Fran Watkins, who's a Limerick journalist based in Cork, and Rachel Meskell of Workplace Wellness. And uh, Rachel, have you ever experienced anything like uh, our listener Aoife was telling us about at the beginning there? Joe, good morning. Yes, I have. I'm actually listening to your other speakers as well. And as Sarah was saying, I actually had a very similar experience where I was at a, a conference and I had one of, say I was the manager, I had a male staff member with me and we went to talk to somebody and they had the whole conversation with my staff as he was thinking he was the manager because he was male. And I had to sort of put my head in and say, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm actually the manager. But they addressed my colleague because he was male and, and I, I, I suppose I I, in my total naivety I would have thought that that sort of situation and both of you have now um, outlined similar experiences w- would be largely in the past but clearly not. No and you know what like Joe I suppose look, we're talking about a couple of things here we're talking about power we're talking about gender and we're talking about culture and um, you know, as, as your other guests have alluded to there as well, like changing culture is, you know, you have to start very young and we, we need to educate people around this and um, we need to educate both men and women, you know, what is OK, what is acceptable, what is not, uh, when we need to stand up for ourselves, who we need to go to to talk to. And I, I admire that person that actually came along and that, that interview did this morning with that lady because she's changing things by being up front and saying, this is the situation, this is what's real. We're now having a conversation with yourselves and we're now highlighting the fact that um, things are still unequal. And but but isn't it astonishing, though, that, that you know she's handling, as she says, different uh, accounts entirely yeah. legitimately, some of male, yeah. um, some female, herself included, and, and she is seeing the clear difference yeah. in how people react yeah. to yeah. when they believe they're interacting with men. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, Joe, like I've had the experience where I'm in a role that I know I have to prove myself more than a male counterpart would have to. He would not have to prove, yeah, I have earned this. I, I have a right to be in this role. Whereas a male counterpart would just get the role and there would be no sort of having to prove himself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I do, yeah. You, yeah. you can see the difference. And it's not that, like, I know I've had the opposite experience, Joe, as well. I'm going to be honest here. I've had some fabulous experiences of you know, where I was seen as an equal and um, I really didn't feel less than or that I had to prove myself. So I've had both. I'm not saying it's all the time, but I have seen situations. And like, I mean, I was working with a team recently and there was a young guy on it. He was um, 21 and he had a huge issue with the fact that he had a female boss. I mean, it was unbelievable to see. And I was just sitting there thinking, this guy's 21, he's another 40 odd years to go. Do you know what I mean? Like, so he's a tough road, like. and, And I wonder about that. I mean, Fran, you know, how concerned are you as a younger person to hear stories like that? I mean, do you think that, you know, in your career, you're going to have to be dealing with this from now on to the day you retire? Um, yeah, I think I think I will, to be honest. I, um, you know, I agree. I do believe it, it starts young, you know. It's, it starts in the home. It starts in university. And, um, you know, for, for example, it's not really the workplace, but like my partner now will say he does the, the weekly food shop and he does 90% of the cooking at home. And like my family and, and friends and stuff are always commenting, oh, geez, isn't he great? Isn't he great for doing that? Isn't he wonderful? And it's like, well, you know, if I was doing it, then I wouldn't be getting the praise. I wouldn't be saying... They wouldn't and be tell saying, oh, me, does he amazing? say to them, now, I am not great for doing it? Yeah, he would. Yeah, he'd say, well, like, you know, I just it's just the way it is. Like, it's just that, that's what happened when we moved in together. That's the way it, it planned out. And, you know... I have to say, no, I'm... I'm a bit the opposite that if, if I do any little bit at all and I get praise for it I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm lapping it up I'm going yes I'm <laughs> wonderful thank you so much well this is 
is it? Like, you know, <laughs> doesn't go down very well, but it isn't. Yeah, I know, I understand that. Yeah, but like, it, it can be frustrating, like, you know, because like women, and now it's not the workplace, but like, we would never, if we did the food shop, it would just be, oh yeah, grand. Yes, but, you're like, absolutely right. But yeah. other people are like, oh, he's a man, he's in the food, oh, isn't he brilliant? Or you should keep him, or you should marry him, or like, he's amazing, he's amazing, brilliant. Look, he brilliant. found the cabbage. <laughs> this is it, like, you know, and it's it just, it's just a simple thing, it, and that translates to the workplace as well, you know, and, um, you know, men would be praised for something that a woman can do, you know, as good, if not better. Yeah, uh, here's an interesting one from Sharon, who's WhatsApped us 0861239595 with dinnersready.ie. Joe, when I was 22, I was made office manager of a small office. New man started working. He was in his 40s at that time. He turned around and asked me to make him tea in a very dismissive tone. I turned to him and said, uh, there's the kettle, so help yourself. Clear disregard for my role by him for the short time he worked with me. I thought this was the old days, clearly not. He never spoke to another male colleague the way he spoke to me. And the male colleague was around the same age as me. And as it turned out in the management structure, uh, was junior to me, this other manager says, um, Sharon. So, Sarah, it's clear. I mean, I know you, you've experience in, uh, obviously, in work and in politics and, and, yeah. and the whole lot, but it's, it sounds like it's a long journey. It is a long journey, but um, I think we're getting there, Joe. I honestly do. Um, I worked as a chef before I was a politician, obviously, and I worked in civil service as well um, as a chef. But when I was in hotels and restaurants and I worked with the likes of Tom, Tom Flavin and Dave Gagan and other chefs like that, um, it was grand. Jeez, I, ca- I can't remember. There were one or two people that you would get being disrespectful respectful towards women um, in, in Not the men you've just mentioned I should just absolutely uh, point not. out Absolutely yeah. not Tom Flavin was an amazing head chef when all back that 25 years ago in the Castle Tri Park Hotel a great teacher and definitely treated everyone with the respect that they that, that they deserved but I did come across in other establishments when I was training as a chef and when I was um, after being qualified um, you know the way like Let's be honest, men and, men and women are different in a physical way. So I can't lift something that a man may, a man may, may be able to lift. So in a kitchen environment, I did have to once or twice ask for help with lifting stuff. That's just, that's just physics and, and biology. That's just the way it is. And I did ask for help. And um, one particular day, uh, this other chef turned around and said, well, you're looking for equality, so lift it yourself. Yeah, but I mean, but should that's, I mean, that's should that that, that applies regardless of gender. There are lots of, yeah, exactly. of fellas I can think of who are much bigger and stronger than I am, and you can be absolutely sure if I was struggling with something, I'd ask them. Oh, absolutely! But this is where we need to take back um, the power here, and we need to change the narrative. The adjectives are very important, and we need to start with our young people. We can do better if someone has a problem with the way they're being treated, they need to address it there and then. And Rachel Meskel, I mean, you work, as I say, in the area of workplace wellness. I mean, what impact can this have on someone if there is a culture of this anti-women negativity? So, Joe, you're talking about, they call it the psychosocial environment of a workplace, and that's where all the emotions, the bullying, the harassment, the self-esteem, the stress, the anxiety, all that exists there. And the thing about workplace wellness, a lot of people think of, um, you know, uh, an exercise program or, a, you know, or a change in their diet, something like that. And all really, really important. But actually mental health is extremely important. And so your self-esteem when you go to work, because 
when you go to work, that's where you get your purpose or your autonomy or where you feel better about yourself or should do, I should say. So if as a woman, you are constantly feeling like, I don't belong, I don't fit in, there's something wrong with me, and that's the culture that is being created in the workforce, well, this will have an effect on someone's mental health. You won't work as well. Your productivity will go down. You won't want to go to work. You'll have to, like, look at your mental state every time you walk in and sort of, you know, psych yourself up to be in the office and know that, at certain times during the day, you're going to have to face either a comment or a behaviour that maligns you because of your gender. And that's not OK. You know what I mean? So, like, and, and I mean, the one point I want to make, and it's so important, is that the workforce is better for having men and women in it. Like, we both need to be in it. That, that's how our economy is in Ireland. Like, there are so many women working now and very slowly starting to make their way up and, and, and the ladders and the chains and stuff like that. But that's positive for workplaces. So that that old narrative that Sarah was talking about, that thing of, oh, if you bring a woman in, you know, they're not going to be as good as this. and not, That's a very, very old narrative. And it's, and it's wrong. So the thing is, we need to change that narrative so that we... You know, we're represented in the workforce because we're able to do that job and we're well able. So we may not be able to lift something, but we might be better at something else. And that's the, that's bringing men and women together. It's not about saying all men are bad or all women are this. It's about when you put the two together and they're working well together, then you're going to get the, the best out of a team. And it's about who's best for the job, regardless of their gender. I was looking at something recently Joe, on, on LinkedIn. It's called the female lead. And there was a, a photograph on it. And underneath the photograph, it said the first female black astronaut and you think wow this woman must be amazing but in my mind I thought I'd love to see that picture someday and underneath all it will say is astronaut Yes, regardless of who you are and where you come from or whatever that narrative is it's that are you the best place Uh, for this job and, and Fran Watkins I'm just wondering do you think that all the changes that have been taking place over the last 13 months because of lockdown will any of those speed up equality especially in the workplace I'm really not sure. Um, I, I really don't know. I think in terms of uh, working from home, is it that kind of thing? Or Yeah, I'm just thinking working from home and we've had a number of chats about people suddenly realising how much still women do, even women uh, who are out in the workplace also continue to do at home compared to men who are out in the workplace. Yeah, well, I actually, I must say now, um, like, uh, my partner works for for an engineering firm and it's kind of a mixture of, of men and women, you know, and he's actually been quite su- surprised in a way about how many men are kind of saying, oh, I can't make this meeting or I have to help the help the wife with the kids here or, or that kind of thing, you know. And he said he's actually surprised by it, you know, that, that the men are so in, involved yeah, but in what about in the, I have to help the wife with the kids? Well, yeah, there's that, yeah. I suppose, well, but, there is that. I mean, that, that's, that's the point, isn't it? Yeah, that, this is it, yeah. But, like, even in terms... Terms of like, oh, you know, um, I have to do this or I have to do that. I've taken here, taken there, you know. And he's actually been surprised, which is another thing in itself. The fact that he's surprised by that, you know, that yeah. that he didn't expect that to be a, a thing. I suppose that the men would that would that would, they would say, but um, I think that's actually helped in a way. Maybe that men are kind of at home more. They're seeing what they're if you know if their wives are at work as well. They're seeing all the work they're doing because I think that's another thing. You know that 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 often. Thing that things that women do in the home kind of go un, unanswered for or mm. unthanked. But I think now that everyone is at home more, I think it actually might help in a way that men are seeing more what, what the women actually do every day. Yeah. Uh, and on a, a slightly different topic, Councillor Sarah Kiley, I, I know the Dodo Redden mural that we talked a lot about on this show over the last couple of weeks, that was very close to your heart, wasn't it? It was. I was delighted, Joe, too. I actually met Catherine this morning again, Catherine uh, O'Halloran from Dryout, and we were discussing 
the dodo red mural and how it came about. And look, I just wanted to do something to acknowledge someone who was an ordinary everyday person who did huge amount for their community and to acknowledge one of our own and make sure that people realise that you don't have to be uh, world famous and a superstar to make an impact on someone's life and to be acknowledged for it. Right. Very good. Well, listen, thank you so much, uh, the three of you, for that really fascinating conversation this morning. We really do appreciate it. That's uh, Councillor Sarah Kiley, Rachel Meskell of Workplace Wellness, and Fran Watkins, who's a Limerick journalist based at the moment in Cork. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.